0: Good morning, and this is Bennett Kelly broadcasting live from the Internet Law Center here in um, the heart of Silicon Beach, Santa Monica, California, where it is a sunny, beautiful day. Um, I'm sure it may not be the case elsewhere where you may be listening, but um, we have our third annual Cyber Thanksgiving show. And in this show, we, we bring together a collection of people and we Talk about what it is that this year on the internet in terms of websites, apps, or just in general that we're thankful for. Just a way to get insight um, from different people, um, technologists and you know, travel people and other people and get their insight on what it is that is working for them on the internet. Um, God knows we've had enough bad news on the internet this last year. So um, let me introduce our, our, our first guest. And um, we have Benet Wilson, who was on our special travel show a couple of years ago. And, and Benet, um is a renowned um, travel blogger um, and it actually has um, one of the best logos I've seen for a blog. And um, Benet is, um she is currently working with, um, um, she's an aviation writer with airwaynews.com and um, and she went to American University with me, as did our other guest, Chris uh, Pete who, um who is an open source evangelist and troubadour, and uh, he's also American University grad, currently working at Intel. So, um, welcome to you both. It's nice to have this little um, mini reunion for, via Skype. And um, are you? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Ben,
4: thank you. Thanks so much for um, having me on again. I really enjoy it. And it's nice to meet you, Pete, even though we didn't know each other at AU.
2: Yeah, I was spitting distance from you, apparently, from
0: uh, <laughs> from here in the dorm. You're a block away. But um, so you know, Pete Pete actually has been this is his third um, Thanksgiving Day, um, our Thanksgiving edition. So Pete's an old old hat at this. So, But why don't we start a little bit with Benet. Now, you know, all of us went to school in the early '80s. I don't know if I should have let that cat out of the bag, but um, <laughs> but we were 12 years old then. But uh, <laughs> and uh, but um, you know, that was the Marion Barry era, and he is passed. And I don't know if any, if any of you have any thoughts about you know the passing of Mayor Barry.
4: Well, you know, Ben, I'll jump in because I moved to D.C. um, when I was 14. And when I moved to D.C., Marion Barry had just been elected mayor. And it was a pretty big deal because he was actually elected by the District of Columbia residents. He was only the second mayor. No, he was the first before Congress always chose the mayor. So this was the first popularly elected mayor. And when he came in, there was a lot of hope, um, and for good reason, because he did a lot of great things for the city. Um, he created, he pretty much created a black middle class in D.C. because he bumped up the government and hired people into um, supervisory and management jobs. He created the, the Summer Youth um, Service Program, for jobs program, which I actually um, participated in. It's kind of what drove me into journalism. Um, He built up the infrastructure of the city. I mean, Pennsylvania Avenue was a wreck back in 1978. I mean, the Willard Hotel was this big hulking colossus that was just rotting. And there were prostitutes and porn shops. And, you know, he gets a lot of credit for cleaning all of that up.
0: And just for those, (laughs) and just those listening, Pennsylvania Avenue—that's the route that the you know the president will take on the inaugural. That's you know that's basically you know Main Street for Washington D.C. Exactly. um, And one thing he did. Go
4: ahead.
0: No, go ahead. No, one thing I was going to say was that um, I actually studied urban affairs when I was in in college, and then started a master's program in urban planning. And I actually, my senior thesis was comparing downtown D.C. and downtown Baltimore. And Baltimore had gone through this, you know, kind of resurgence in the 70s. And D.C. was just starting. And, you know, downtown D.C. was dead. And um, you look at it now with the Verizon Center and all the things that have happened all along Pennsylvania. Um, you know, it's really, um, you know, it, it, it's really come back. And a lot of that happened, you know, during the the, the Barry administration.
4: And I think that people don't know. Um, I mean, you know, he became infamous over the whole, um, crack cocaine incident, but what people don't know is, you know, he was, um, a very educated man. I mean, he had a master's degree in in chemistry, so he was not a stupid man and had done some PhD work. And he also, um, oh, excuse me. He, he, um, had that uh, that degree, but he also um, was a leader, a student leader in the civil rights movement, um, and I, I don't think a lot of people know that under the uh, student um, um, organizing committee. So you know, he he's made his contributions, and you know, I didn't condone the, the crack usage, and I deplored how our city was portrayed after that, but I do think that. His legacy shouldn't be just that he was the mayor that smoked crack.
0: Right. And think a lot of people objected to the TMZ headline, you know, crack mayor yeah. dies. Yeah. And, and I think that that, you know, that's a fair criticism. So go ahead, Pete. You know,
2: the the other thing that he was, he was very flamboyant. And his, yes. you know, the, the thing that I think he, uh, he made an impression on, you know, I, I only went to Washington DC to go to college and then stayed after to work. And, um, and he made a very bold statement, which is one of the things that was said about him when he, uh, when he passed away is you know, mayor for life, Mary and Barry. That's what he made that statement. And that, that I think is part of his legacy. And, and, you know, because he was so bold and flamboyant in that way, the, the, you know the the positive and the not so positive things.
0: You know are are going to be told about him, right? You know? yeah, I guess, and I think what you know, left some people's frustration is that so you know, is only the crack part that's been told. Now, yeah. um, there's one other part of news that has come up in Washington that we should bring out that our alma mater was in the news this week because of a women's basketball game against Princeton, in which um, one of the Princeton players had. Uh, was the a uh, first cousin um, of the Obamas and the uh, uh, Michelle Obama actually and her daughters attended the game? Unfortunately, Princeton won.
2: <laughs> well, that that is kind of consistent with most of our time at AU, with the exception of beating Georgetown. <laughs> yes. Oh that was, yes, we,
4: with Patrick Ewing.
3: Right? Yes. Oh, that was so great.
2: Uh, of course, we cannot get together as a as a reunion and without talking about that.
0: <laughs> exactly, and we actually um, we had the um, um, the gentleman who made who shot the winning shot on our show a couple of years ago, when just before the AU Georgetown game. But moving on, um, this is a technology show. Uh, we've covered the AU reunion. So Benet, you are um, an Uber travel writer. Um, what is really Turns you on this year in terms of apps or websites uh, on the web.
4: I have to tell you, Ben, I am so happy to have an iPhone, and I am so happy that there are such great apps out there that are, that can help people get through the travel process, especially now with this horrible weather and people, you know, struggling. Um, the one app that if somebody came to me and said, we're taking everything, but you get to keep one, that would be next flight. Um, I don't like to pay for apps, but I actually paid for this one. It was two ninety nine, dollars And what it does is if your flight is canceled or delayed, it allows you to type in your city pair and it will give you all of the alternate flights that are going to the city that you want to get to. And this is important because, you know, especially on a day like this, the airlines are swamped. Gate agents are not going to take the time, even though they're supposed to, but they're not going to take the time to go through and look for all the flights. Right. So it help- It gives you the power, helps you to be proactive and say, look, um, there's a flight going out on Delta at 3.30 this afternoon. Put me on this one.
0: Yeah, and... and it- um- and you said two ninety nine. Where where is the the decimal point on that?
4: Two dollars and ninety nine cents. <laughs> thank,
0: thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've have seen you know some high end um, apps, and I think sometimes yeah, that could be worth two ninety nine if, if you're stuck in Harrisburg or something. And um, so, um, Pete, what's your what's your first nomination?
2: Well, my first nomination, and uh, I'll bring up what I talked about last year. So last year, I talked about this service called Songza. Um, Songza, they create really innovative playlists based on uh, your mood. You know, like if you have a particular mood you're looking for, you can, you know, say, I'm energetic and I want to find a, you know, uh, high energy songs. Um, uh, you can, uh, they you know, they have a concierge service that they, where you're able to say it's, you know, the day before Thanksgiving, I'm going to do some cooking. I want cooking music right. and uh so so songs uh, was acquired by uh google this year and they're still uh you know i think the preeminent uh playlist provider and it's really great music but the the thing that i, I that that's happened is um you know sonos has been around for uh, a couple of a number of years and uh so Sonus is a wireless speaker system, and there's many wireless speaker systems. The thing I like particularly about Sonos is they have a very easy-to-use uh, interface that, yes, they do have a, um, an app that you can put on your smartphone. Um, and from your smartphone or your computer, you can play a wide variety of services, including Songza. Um, but, you know, they have radio from all over the world. Um, they have you, know, you can play your Amazon music. You can play music from uh, any of your devices, whether it's your iPod or your computer. Um, it's music in the cloud, music lo- that you have local. And, and you have this constant stream of of music that you wouldn't have had opportunity to listen to before. So it's really a, a great a great product, a great service.
0: Now, one thing that was very viral on the web this year was the Ice Bucket Challenge. Did, did, were Eyes Review um, part of that?
4: No, Ben,
0: I just wrote a check. Pete? I will say no, Ben. I
2: would not, you know, I was not going to pour cold water on my head.
0: Uh, The the reason why I thought of it is someone just uh, posted on Facebook um, a photograph of, you know, buffalo covered in snow, and and it says, "Thank God said, I nominate buffalo for the Ice Bucket Challenge. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, know, my, my father died of Alzheimer's, and, uh, um and my mom had parkinson's and, and so I actually was prepared to um i had a, a little like video skit in my head ready to to run if anyone nominated me but you know luckily i wasn't nominated but um it was oh, well a, that's easy uh, enough no, <laughs> no the it, it's too late um but it was just' it's phenomenal the results it, it achieved i mean you know taking um that um a l s in Give one, raising awareness, but more importantly than the amount of money it raised for the group was just phenomenal. Now everyone's trying to figure out what's the next um, ice bucket challenge. But wow. so, um, Benay, your turn. Give us something. Um, you know, what? What is your go to website at the moment?
4: Oh gosh, Ben, that's really hard because I I use just dozens and dozens in my um work every day but if i'm going to throw one out there um pixabay.com p i x a b a y okay um i like to use photos in my blog and in the day job and in uh, some of the other publications that i write for and pixabay has thousands and thousands of free um images and they're all free you know you can't you know there's no um, copyright on them or anything you can get images and you can get kind of um avatars sketches and that's become my one of my new favorite toys when i'm looking for images and i don't you know sometimes i'll go on Flickr and i always give credit i never just take you know if if they have a creative commons i acknowledge that i will never just take someone's photos but um when i don't have the time or i just don't feel like doing that pixabay has become a
0: great little um, extra for me. I've never used that one. I use um I use freeimages.com, which as its name might suggest. <laughs> oh what, what actually what's, what's it has <laughs> has um free images. <laughs> and they you know, and the generally high quality stock images, you know, some of the, the you know the more cutting edge ones are on the pay side. You know, so they, they always show you you do a search and it gives you a bunch of choices. And then it has, like, the, the really cool choices, which are on the pay side. But, you know, they have a lot of great stock photos um, that you can get for free. What now, what about – do you, do you use images, Pete? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not doing a lot
2: of uh, seeking or posting images unless I take them myself. And when I do, you know, I like to manipulate them somewhat, you know, using, like, uh, um, the free version of Photoshop. And uh, and you know just some easy to use editors, uh, but no, I I don't go seek out images. I think what editors time for that. do you use? What editors do you use? Well, you know, right now um, I use the uh, you know the um, the editors that come with uh, you know the iPhone because I'm I'm an uh-huh. iPhone guy. Um, I also use uh, let's see what's the other one? Um, yeah, the other one, it's SnapBucket. you know and uh um and pick frame are the two things pick frame they have a whole bunch of frames that you can put photos
0: in multiple images at a time and those are two nice ones when you Um, say frames like there's like a scenario set up like a newsroom or something yeah you can
2: sometimes it's just you know uh artful frames with multiple images that you can put into one image you know if you want to Group images together, or you can put you know uh, themed
0: images uh, together, and then you can have a theme frame. There's a, a site called Pick um, Face in a Hole um, where you, you basically you're, take pictures and you carve out you know carve out the face, and you can insert other people's faces. And <laughs> and um, and so we you know we this last year we got added and picked up by. Um, um, I Heart Radio, and to kind of to announce that, I took the uh, Sgt. Pepper album cover, and um, you know, put a whole bunch of images of our, you know myself, um, Brasco, our producer, who's by the way had a birthday this week, and um, and just tried to give, make it a, a unique image re- relevant to our show. Now. Um, Back to you, Benay. Benay, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you what you do now in your new, your new position?
4: Um, uh, Airwaysnews.com is a website where we talk about the wonderful world of commercial aviation. Um, we do everything from trip reports to um, air, new airline routes, what's going on at airports and the aircraft manufacturers. So anything that – and also a big part of the passenger experience. As it, as it were these days <laughs> so
0: now do you find I mean today obviously is uh, I don't know if it actually is but it's often called the busiest travel day of the year but I I, I thought it was Monday or something
4: no but this t- actually is the the busiest day this, this? day and Sunday and Monday are a close second and third
0: so um, do you as someone who monitors this what is the sense you have of consumers? satisfaction with our um, national travel system, <laughs> especially air travel.
4: Well, I don't think people are very happy with it, but, you know, I, I understand it, but I, I, I wish that people were a little more appreciative. Um, you know, I've written about aviation for more than 20 years, and I also worked for two airlines, so I got to kind of see the other side of it and you know people are working very hard you know the airlines have had their financial issues so there's been a lot of cuts and a lot of changes and not all of it has been good for the passengers or the employees but I still think we have a great air transportation system that allows people to get anywhere in the world they want to go at pretty still pretty reasonable fares despite all the fees and and taxes and everything.
0: Now, what do you think of the Virgin America safety video?
4: You know, I am one of those geeks. I actually watch the safety video on every airline every time. I give my full attention, although I can do the presentation myself. So I admire Virgin America for making it fun. Um, Air New Zealand has one. Oh, a great one. Yes. Oh, I think that's fun. Anybody that can, any airline that can make it fun and make people actually want to watch it, I think it's good. But, but you know, I'm also one of those safety nuts. I count the rows of how many rows away I am from an exit. And my daughter, I've drilled her to do the same because, <laughs> no, it, you know. You never know, count. yeah. Exactly, and seconds can count. I've read right. too many transcripts when there have been accidents, you know, especially like after the Asiana accident. People were just still sitting there. Um, and it's like, Nope, not me. I will be prepared. I was a Girl Scout. So there you go.
0: And, um, yeah. And, and the, the video, the Air New Zealand, um, safety video is a riff on, um, Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yes. And it's directed by Peter Jackson.
4: And he has a cameo.
0: Yes. Several of them do. Now, um, Pete, um, we're going to take a short break. But before we do, why don't you tell us about what you're up to? Uh, well, as you said, I
2: I work for Intel, and I work in this group, uh, you know, the software portion of Intel, and this group that I work for focuses on uh, open source software. Uh, you know, we started about 15 years ago contributing into Linux, and now we contribute to over 70 different projects. Uh, it goes everything from Android to Chrome to, you know, the, the cloud uh, computing um, projects like OpenStack, which I think is a really interesting project and probably worth talking about a little bit later. And, uh, and you know, um, to the new kind of devices that are uh, are <coughs> going to really be the next change for us, which will you know, these Internet of Things, connected devices. And uh, so our group is really kind of core and central to a lot of what's happening at Intel. And my responsibility is to to look for new emerging technology companies that we should uh, be partnering with, and and then you mentioned also that I I play a little music every once in a while.
0: You do, and of course I, I won't. We can't won't get into it. But one of my favorite songs <laughs> is, is a song he wrote about. Where did where did Didi live? Uh,
2: Didi happened to live in the uh, the us Anderson uh, set of dorms across the campus, which oh, we had okay. a yeah.
0: Yes, um, so been a um, Pete wrote a. Uh, a very um, kind tribute to his ex-girlfriend that has always been um, a, a crowd pleaser. And he usually closes his show with that um, when he's among friends. But uh, we're not going to be we're not going to be closing our show. But we're going to have to take a short break for our sponsors. But when we come back, we're going to have more of our special Thanksgiving edition of Cyber Law and Business Report with um, our two great AU colleagues, and uh, we're bringing on Chris Abraham. After these messages, you're listening to Cyber Law and Business Report.
3: Stay tuned for more of the Cyber Law Business Report after this brief recess for our sponsors.
1: Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end to end mobile platform where you can make real time app modifications from a point and click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point click, and it's live in real time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point, click, and it's live in real time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point, click, and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas disavow documents, reconsideration requests, panda and Penguin penalties let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link related issues the internet marketing ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation authorship, link building, PPC and more, plus build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy, discover all that the internet marketing ninjas can do for you visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now.
3: The best gavel-to-gavel legal news and information on the net is right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report only on webmasterradio.fm.
0: And we're back. This is Ben and Kelly. You're listening to Cyber Law and Business Report. This is our special um, third annual Thanksgiving edition um, where we bring on a bunch of interesting people with ties to technology and who have ringing phones. And um, we have them talk about what they are uh, excited about or thankful for in terms of technology and the Internet this year and one of our um, – we're bringing on a new member of our panel, Chris Abraham. And uh, Chris is a digital strategist um, in Arlington, Virginia. He has a company called um, He's a This is his third appearance on the show. And Chris, are you with us?
5: I'm here. I'm here. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. It's great to have you back. Happy and um, Thanksgiving. happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Um, so tell us, uh, what's, the, what's the website or uh, – um a technology or an app or something that you're really excited about this year
5: well I'm I'm excited about finding ways of cheating uh, with regards to keeping up with people'm I'm, I'm right now I'm pretty much a singleton in my company I work with virtual teams and so I need to find a way of playing uh, the entire orchestra on my own and in many cases I've found some digital tools to help me with that and one of the requirements is maintaining relationships. And uh, there are ways that I've learned to cheat on that. Um, one of them is a tool called Easily Do. Um, it's available for Android and, uh, and iOS iPhone. It's E-A-S-I-L-Y-D-O. And what that does is it goes in, it goes in through all of your stuff and helps you find birthdays and all that other kind of stuff um, so that you can keep up to date with what people are doing, um, it you know it says, "Hey, reminder: tomorrow is Bennett's birthday. Do you want to send? Do you want to queue up a message for tomorrow on Facebook? And if it's uh, not on Facebook, then it'll send an email." What? <coughs> um, another tool that lets you cheat like that is called Connected. Um, it's an app, I believe, only for iOS, and I believe it's developed by LinkedIn. But it goes through, and it if you get onto it every day. It'll go through all of your LinkedIn connections and say, Bennett's got a new job. It's Bennett's birthday. And it'll go and find any way possible to connect to that person, including a, an SMS, if that's the only contact info it has. Um, it, it, it allows you to go ahead and congratulate them on their birthday or their new appointment. Um, and you can just hit submit and it'll say congrats. Uh, as a default, and then you can edit it as your own. Um, it goes in there when you send something via email or a uh, LinkedIn message, and says "sent by connected." <coughs> it allows you to easily delete that, so it doesn't look like you're cheating. Um, oh, so how about that? <laughs> so,
0: LinkedIn has created an app just so people can say "Happy Birthday" to me. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, I reminded of the story from when President Kennedy was killed. Um, the um, Charles de Gaulle, you know, the French president at the time, he stayed at the French ambassador's house in D.C., which is overlooks Rock Creek Park. Which, for those who aren't familiar with D.C., is this you know this park that runs the entire length of the city. It's very beautiful. And, and Charles de Gaulle, in his very kind of Gaullist um, sense, looked out the window at this beautiful park. You know that the French ambassador's home looked looked over and said, "How nice of the Americans to build this park just for us." <laughs> so, um, what about um, Benet Pete? Do you guys are there anything you guys use to um, kind of improve your ability to do what? I mean, Chris makes a great analogy of, well this is really what the web's about is allowing us to be a complete orchestra all by ourselves if we want to. Um, anything that you guys use to help you do that? <laughs>
2: uh, I'll, I'll I'll give my two cents because uh, you know the. I find uh, these tools on the web they are very disruptive when they're updating you with an email or you know it, you know they're they're taking your smartphone and then giving you some notice you know frankly I I think if they're really important events um, you know maybe an update uh, every week would be fine with me. I, I think maybe I'm old-fashioned so I use a database I use a database I put stuff in there. And, uh, and and I update it with things that are important to me the, the context that I really care about and then the, the things, I, I use LinkedIn I use um, oh, social media you know, fo- Facebook and I keep up with uh, you know, things that are less important that way, you know, I, if I need to go find someone, I'm able to find them very
0: easily if they're in my network Alright, Benay, well Pete just said my birth is unimportant, what do you think?
4: <laughs> I, I agree with your birthday is unimportant.
2: <laughs> and, and your your cards in the mail, Bennett. And I mean, uh, in the cloud.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Bennett? What do you? I mean, how do you, um, you know, keep in touch with people, but also you kind of, you know, accentuate your ability to be multiple things.
4: I don't know. Did I get cut off before? Yeah, we,
0: off. You did. Yeah, okay. you. Um.
4: Um, I am a big user of Facebook and Twitter. Um, I work from home now, so it's just me sitting here. So that human interaction has taken on a new meaning for me. And most of the people, both work and personal, who I deal with are on one or both of these uh, social media outlets. So that's pretty much where you'll find me.
0: Now, you know, just, B'nai, the, the, the travel equivalent of what happened to you is that the uh, the oxygen mass actually came down. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you knew where your exit was, but <laughs> I... I did. <laughs> now, now, Chris, um, you, know, you, you, you raise a very good point. And Now, are, what on the web right now kind of annoys you? Are there any new sites or services that you just think, wait a minute, that, that's just a bad idea?
5: Well, isn't everybody obsessed with this site called, or they were for a minute there, called Elo? Has anybody yes. heard that? I, yes. I, I think it. I think it looks like I'm. You know, I I joined it. I tried to invite a bunch of friends there. And my my general experience is that it looks like it was hacked together in uh, 1997 and a half. Um, I don't understand what's going on there. And I, I you know, it, it's probably the kind of thing just like Twitter. I joined Twitter early and then didn't get it for 18 months and then came back <laughs> on board when 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 there were when there was a there there. So. I don't know if I'm terribly good uh, recognizing that you know one of the things I know I know everybody uh, I, I might be very susceptible to um, to advertising on podcasts but I actually converted my personal website to Squarespace uh, because I was sick and tired of needing to update plugins on WordPress or deal with things on on Drupal and I find you know I find Squarespace or some of those other wizzywig uh, website tools really, really useful because it's really it, it's easy to make the changes outside of having to be beholden to a designer or an IT person. And I think that um, I think what I'm celebrating right now, and I wrote about it yesterday in a blog post. I'm celebrating the disruptive nature of the internet. Forget about Facebook or social media because in 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 the world of Ferguson, I mean, they say you know who who is it attributed to. Uh, the revolution will not be televised. Right. Well, the revolution certainly will have a hashtag, and it'll certainly be on Twitter, um, at least initially. And I really am grateful today and thankful for um, what turned out, you know, from being a an IP slash DARPA experiment to being something that quite possibly could make it easy if we try to like Iranian, uh, uh, uh Persians, to to like North Koreans, to have a personal relationship with someone from Kabul or Pakistan or, or Iraq so that we don't feel so ornery, to, to get to know some Ukrainians or some Russians uh, in a very real and meaningful way so that the next time we get a load of garbage uh, talking about how terrible so-and-so is, we might be able to make a... Um, a personal decision on that behalf based on the people we know.
0: Now, uh, Pete, this actually is up your alley. Pete, you, know, you have several CDs that you sell online and um but you, you get um, you get fan mail from around the world. Well, yeah, I've been able
2: to connect with people all over the world with my music and to do that, you know, before the internet was impossible. So yeah Chris is right in that respect. being able to distribute with almost zero cost your you know something that you create whether it's music or art um and then uh connect with people in that emotional way is a very powerful thing and uh yeah and I've been able to you know uh tour in uh, China and Japan just because I was able to find. Resources in those and friends in in those uh, locations, and then uh, establish a, a bulkhead and and go over there and and uh, meet new people in person, which is you know there's no replacement for that. But there if as well as you know as long as you're able to connect with them in one way, then you can grow the relationship, and that's what I've been able to do. So what about you, Binet? What's
0: your international engagement?
4: Oh. Um... As an aviation journalist, I, I travel the world regularly. Uh, my dad was in the Air Force, so I've lived all over the world. And Ben, as you know, we lived in an international sure. dorm. Yes. Um, you know, you said, uh, I, I don't know who said Ukraine and Russian. We both, Eddie. you and I have been. Yeah, Eddie <laughs> and Roxana. Roxanna, Roxanna yeah. Know, so, you know, having people like that in our lives, um, we get that firsthand information, and I just think it's so important to have that experience to be able to reach out to, to different people and to get those different perspectives.
0: and actually yeah we, we were Benet and I were in international dorming college and you know and we met people from all over the world as she mentioned and like for example, when there was crackdowns going on in Egypt, I was wondering what, what might be happened happening. To some of the people we we used to live with, and uh, I assume they went back and you know wonder if they if they were on the good side, the bad side, but they were safe, and uh, yeah, it, it does give you a different awareness of what's going on. So, um, what is your wish for um, the, the new year, and um, in terms of what would you like to see in the internet that's not there?
4: Gosh, Anyone. It- it yeah,
0: nice to me besides you know besides a station that has this show 24/7 uh, we're supposed to laugh at that right oh, no
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um go ahead pretty,
5: uh, go uh, on, chris I'll, I'll go say, ahead
2: all right chris you start and then i have a an idea too
5: i'm pretty excited by this stupid thing that uh, amazon is releasing called echo you know you just put it in your room and it's sort of like always listening and you're like hey, Echo, what's the weather like today? And it's like, hey, Chris, it's going to be 35 degrees with with some uh, with some icy rain. Check out for black ice if you drive anywhere today. And I kind of like that, even though it's freaking people out. I, I don't always have my girlfriend around to answer my questions or, um, or I'm not always near a keyboard. And I would like the ability of, of a device to be at my beck and call.
0: And um, is the... Um an alternative name to um, that that service called NSA. <laughs>
4: <laughs> now, I just assume I,
5: that all of my all of my microphones and all my devices are listening all the time anyway.
4: Now I would like Echo if it did all what you just said and also cooked and cleaned my house. That <laughs> would make it perfect.
5: That's the Internet
0: of Things.
4: There you go. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Pete So yeah
2: that I, I what I hope for in the coming year is this this very fast paced world that we're in. Actually, it's going to just get faster and get faster. I think in interesting ways, you know, the way that I would break it out is the stuff that's happening away from you in the, in this, you know, the cloud and the internet, um, the, the pace of innovation has just started to explode where people are able to collaborate together Come together using you know software without proprietary licenses and a development model that where developers can find these uh, bugs they can have small incremental innovations and then large innovations can be adopted very quickly it's remarkable then you go to the other side of the equation where all these devices are they're starting to grow with capabilities you know Kind of what Chris was saying where it's listening to you. It's not just listening. Matter of fact, the number of sensors that are going to be in devices in the coming years, are going to, it's going to explode. And th- things like uh, – and I'll give a little plug for Intel here. But, um, you know, we're starting to deliver these – I just find this fascinating. It's not so much that it's just an Intel thing. But um, we're delivering these cameras. We're calling them real sense cameras, but they're 3D cameras. They have three lenses, so you have, like, a conventional camera, and then you have an infrared and uh, an infrared laser projector. And together, these three lenses, they're detecting things like depth. Um, they're able to uh, track your movements in 22 points on your hands. They're able to look at your retina and do better than fingerprint analysis to determine, you know, you're the, you're the person at the computer. Um, there, there's going to be such interesting things that happen on these devices along with the stuff that's happening in the cloud, I I think it's going to be a fascinating year coming up. So I'm pretty excited and thankful.
0: And um, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll wrap up and talk about one last issue. Um, We have Cyber Tuesday coming up, and um, so we're going to talk about um, charities and doing good on the web after these messages.
1: I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition.
5: To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to for Moby Mantis.
1: Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping nirvana starts here.
3: The best gavel-to-gavel legal news and information on the net is right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: Cyber Thanksgiving at show and um, Thursday of course is Thanksgiving or the day where we have turkey and other meals to watch lots of football um, but Tuesday is Cyber um, Tuesday Giving Tuesday where people a lot of times give to their favorite charity. It's a great day for charities to promote themselves and I was wondering if there's any um, charities or websites um, that, that are doing good that you want to give, give a shout out to uh, on the web. Um who wants to go first on that one?
5: Well today at Sorry, go ahead.
0: Benet. Okay, jump ball. Um Chris, why don't you go ahead?
5: <laughs> well t- today at four I can't make it tomorrow, but today at four I'm going over to Miriam's kitchen, which is in Boggy Bottom, Washington DC, and it's a uh, a fresh made. Uh, kitchen for the homeless of Washington, D.C., nothing out of cans, everything made from scratch. And uh, on Saturday last, my girlfriend and I did something called Pranksgiving, uh, and the people from the Today Show were there, and the job was to go around Washington, D.C. on a, um, on a uh, what is it called, the something hunt, a uh, uh, scavenger? A scavenger hunt and collect all these things and it ended up filling up everybody's backpack with frozen turkeys and rice and cereal and it's miriamskitchen.org it's such an amazing such an amazing place um, I, I didn't you mention Bennett that you've uh, volunteered there before?
0: Yeah when I lived in DC I, it's funny I went there on one Thanksgiving and we were making sandwiches and I, went, I brought a neighbor who was a fine cook and you know um, She's Persian, and she just knows how to carve a turkey like a doctor. And so here we are making sandwiches, and she's carving the turkey with such precision and care. But it's sandwiches. It doesn't matter. And she's, like, looking at me like I'm some, you know, um, social reject because I'm actually just tearing the, the, the turkey and making sandwiches with it. But it was kind of a fun experience. But I've always liked, you know, we volunteered there a bunch of times when I lived there. But um, so, yes, it's a great. it's a great charity. Um, what about you, Vinay? Um,
4: well, um, I do things here in Baltimore through my church. But on Cyber Tuesday, I tend to focus on um, journalism organizations. I sit on the board of the Online News Association, and I'm also very active in the National Association of Black Journalists. So I make my Cyber Tuesday donations to those um, organizations to help train the next generation of digital journalists.
0: And that's important. Um, we've also had, you know, on, along those lines, we've had it on our show a number of times people from the Committee to Protect Journalists and um, and Reporters Sans Frontiers um, who you know, to talk about you know some of the dangers of you know for reporters today. And particularly, you know, people don't know it, but you know, um, it's it's not just safe sitting in your pajamas doing blogs anymore. I mean, bloggers are going to jail and being killed. So um, yes, uh, definitely, uh, those are the organizations. Pete, uh,
2: the the organization that I'd like to mention is Munchery. Munchery wins the award for hitting every buzzword, but they deliver. And when I mean, when I say they deliver, they're actually a San Francisco food delivery company, and they they deliver outstanding food. But they, you know, it's locally uh, uh, sourced, it's organic sustainable um you know the food is they bring in these local chefs uh but here's the thing they 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 offset all of their um uh they're, they're, they try to be carbon neutral by offsetting their carbon footprint by deliveries and planting trees through a, a conservation fund they're eco-friendly so everything's biodegradable and finally every order that you place with them they provide a meal for someone in need by donating proceeds to the local San Francisco and uh, Marin County food banks.
0: It's a it's a great site, great food. Well, that sounds like very worth that very worthy cause indeed. Yes. And um, so there are a lot of great great sites on the web, I think. Um, and also you can even research them. I mean, you can find out how much they spend and how efficient they are. Um, you know, surprisingly, some of these web you know some of the major charities. You know, spend as, much, as as much as half or more of their money on admin, and so I, I remember finding some, you know, some org- organizations I wasn't even had never even heard of before that actually are quite effective in, in delivering um, value and in, in getting um, stuff to, um, you know, the, the recipients of who need rather than just to the middlemen. Now, you know, one area that I've always found interesting, and there's a number of websites that deal with it. Matt Damon has a charity, um, the Hilton Foundation, and um, Gil Garcetti have a charity. But it's all about building wells in Africa. And, um, you know, just, just hearing the story about how having clean water, a well with clean water that um, is sustainable, and just how that can transform a village. I mean, you know, a lot of the illnesses that can come in that region are, are from, you know, lack of um, potable water. And um, you know, he told us I remember Gil Garcetti telling a story about how this one village was transformed because once it had clean water, women didn't have to walk three miles each. I mean, three hours each day, just you know, go and get water. They can now go to school, and they charge a small fee for the the water, which they used to build a school, which to them charge of a fee for the school which they used to build a generator and you know just in a matter of a couple of years water had just you know changed the uh, this, this town this area um, you know forever and um, it wasn't that big of an investment so um, any parting words anything um, you want to impart uh, in, in brief on as we close our third annual cyber thanksgiving edition Chris
5: Yes, I'm happy to say that it's not all about us, and even though I'm a social media maven and I make 99% of the time just about all about me, uh, I like to remember in the next day or so that it's not all about me, and it's certainly not all about us.
0: Well, thank you for that point. Benet?
4: Well, you know what I'm going to say. I hope that everyone gets home for Thanksgiving safely um, and on
0: time that's very important um and Pete, uh... the future
2: is yours for the taking you know there's so much opportunity out there you have to be a little bit creative but right now i, I think that we're just gonna have uh... I, you know i hate to be just a, a you know a complete optimist but next year is going to be a great year and uh... Um, really thankful for what I have and and, I hope everybody has a really
0: wonderful holiday thank you well I'm thankful to have such great friends I can pull on this show and I'm thankful for my excellent producer Brasco whose birthday was this week and I also want to give a shout out to Mark Rendaza, a frequent guest here it's his his birthday today Um, so if you see him give him a spanking I know for a fact he would like that and um, so um, this is Ben and Kelly have a happy Thanksgiving And a shout-out to LaSalle Academy and their annual um, Thanksgiving football game against East Providence. Feast on East. Good luck to you guys. Good luck in the state championship. And everyone have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. We'll be back here next week um, with another edition of Cyberlong Business Report. Till then, enjoy your turkey.